live from our kitchen studio. It's the Dumbass Fantasy Podcast. 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 And live from my kitchen, it's the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm here with Andrew. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Shane's still not here with us today. Uh, but we do have a guest in the house. Wayne, aka Mark, is here to uh, here to chat. Yeah, it's been a while, boys, hasn't it? It's been like what six months? <sighs> Who knows? Who's counting? I am. Yeah, but we're here so to talk <laughs> some dynasty today. Yeah, this is going to be a dynasty heavy episode because that's. I mean, it's off season. What the fuck else are we supposed to talk about? We got some contract news to talk about, really. And then it's all uh, combine, and I think we're going to go into our personal dynasty teams. Second year running, baby. Let's do it. And. We did something big today, Ryan. What did we do? We fucking went out to vote, baby. <laughs> March. Yes. Uh, check your check your local listings uh, when you have to vote. If you're in uh, one of the Super Tuesday states, you probably already voted or didn't vote. But there's still a lot of people ready to vote. Tomorrow's a big election day. Yeah, so it's big. Get out there and vote. <laughs> you know, make a difference. Yeah, uh, important. vote Bernie Sanders or get fucked is my message to okay, you. Okay, maybe not necessarily. No, no, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> my mic's my message. <laughs> I guess this pod is very pro-Bernie Absolutely. because of Ryan. You know who else is very pro-Bernie? Justin Jackson. Oh, my God. He is out here. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Justin Jackson. You know, I just found out the origins of Friend of the Pod. It's a really shitty political podcast. So let's try not to use that phrase anymore. <laughs> Friend of the show. Amigo of the pod. To change it if we uh, change the language? Uh, no. Friend, <laughs> friend of the show, Justin Jackson, uh, he's been out here hard for Bernie. He's been on a lot of the political podcasts I listened to that I talked about last week that drive me crazy. Yeah. He's been making the rounds. He's a smart guy. My he's question. fun to listen to. My question is, let's just say, hypothetically, um, Bernie Sanders wins the Democratic Party. Nomination. But yeah. loses the election to Mr. Trump. What would you do? Would you cry? No, I wouldn't cry. I would be real. I would be like, not sad, like more like defeated. You know that there's a difference. You know that feeling. Yeah. Because I put in a lot of work on this shit, but he's not going to lose Donald Trump. The poll. Right. He, he he has a huge margin nationally pulling above Trump. Right. Like fifty six to like forty two or whatever. Because you're definitely the most passionate person I know for Bernie, and I was just like, damn, I wonder how you'd feel. Just like I feel like if he loses, you're the first person that'll text and be like, I am sorry for your loss. If you know. he loses the nomination, uh, you should text everybody you know because we're definitely fucked. <laughs> like, if, we're big fucked. If Bernie walked in here and was like, I want to make hot, sweet love to you, would you? No. For the but people. we'd have a wonderful conversation, though. I would, yeah, we'd have a great chat. I'd get him on the pod. We'd talk about some shots with him. the little he knows about football. Yeah, talk about the coronavirus, which we spent a lot of time talking about before this show oh, started. I know. <laughs> um, so we, we got to figure that out. Uh, well, yeah. I feel like there's like a bunch of, like I saw an article that tons of schools are getting super close. So shout out to them. But there was a, you know, this is funny, a school in China. So they've been shut down there for a minute now. So the teachers were like, we got to get these kids educated. So they developed an app for them to do their homework already. Yeah, it didn't take long. And then these kids figured out all we have to do is spam the app store with negative reviews and one star ratings of the app. And it got deleted <laughs> off the app store. No <laughs> yeah. That is so awesome. These That's kids amazing. are out here doing work. That's yeah. amazing. Shout out to little Chinese kids. I believe it was China. It might have been Korea or something. but Yeah. Um, also, I was looking at just other platforms for Dynasty. Sleeper is by far the best. 
It really is. Like, there's like, what is it? Like, M- My Football League or something? Like, there's MFL? A, there's or, a bunch of weird ones for Dynasty. I think Yahoo has like some weird bunk ways you can make it Dynasty, but there's no actual Dynasty. I mean, that's how we figured out about Dynasty, really, is Sleeper. Yeah, and I like, I'm, I'm in a couple forums and people post like what their teams look like and just how, like, and they'll talk about it. And it just looks like such a mess. What are like, do, do you know what they're using? Or is it just, uh, it just looks like shit? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember which ones they're using, but they're not like very common. You know, they're hmm. like, before we knew Sleeper, it'd be if someone's like, yeah, Sleeper. You're like, what the fuck's yeah, that? Yeah, I guess so. You know, stuff like that. But I just love Sleeper and everyone should be on Sleeper. Even for redraft, like it's even if so, you don't so know easy. anything about fantasy and you don't even have a fantasy league, even just if be on sleeper, even if no, seriously, like because we got one of our friends who's never really played fantasy to play fantasy, and like he was even like those updates, like the sleeper updates, yeah, they help a lot, right? Like he was picking up fools before we were. I mean, it was a four man league, like a practice <laughs> league, but he was doing good. I believe he technically won it. And did I also don't see- you own a pizza? I've bought him pizza plenty of times. Okay, times <laughs> so you sure. and isn't there also Mar- March Madness? A bracket? Yeah, they we uh we started a we should just tweet that out just because like Cause anybody I, can join like, right yeah we, we gotta get on that yeah they they do brackets so another thing sleeper does with the brackets especially which I've never seen before like I always fill out a bracket just for like funsies I don't really maybe I have missed this but they have it where you can every week fill out for that week or you just start at the beginning you know fill out the whole thing oh shit or you can go week by week and fill it out like based on matchups and who's left. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so that's interesting. But I'm huge into college basketball, and the best week of my life is about to happen. Oh, is uh, yeah, I guess so. Butler's did you know uh, ranked top ten? Illinois started sports betting. It's legal now. Yeah, I feel like it's been legal for literally today was the first day. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, and why is it? Old why Tech is... made the first ever bet in Illinois that was legal. It was something for the White Sox. I saw. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did see that. I did see that. Because uh, my co my coworker is a bit of a gambler. He likes to He's a gambler gamble. man. And we work right next to Rivers Casino, so like we're literally like it's a two minute drive. No so he went over on his lunch break and placed a bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's legal now. They're gonna have an app soon, so you just be able to fucking sit on your couch. But like, you know what? Sunday it's eleven thirty. I'm gonna put twenty bucks on the Bears, or like I'm gonna I just put. Feel like there's been. Would you put twenty? Gambling like for, for like this entire year. No, I you can do Illinois. like like uh, there are websites that you can bet on, but like you have to hit like a certain amount of money to actually cash out and then you have to find, fill out like tax forms and okay, shit gotcha, but gotcha. now it's just like you won Free all right rain. boom they're gonna take their like illinois cut and then you just go cash out yeah was, which i'm excited for because i've recently got into gambling just because of my coworker. i just think sports gambling is just so much fun and it's a smart idea to get it going and quick shout out to illinois they're ranked like 22nd in the nation for college basketball that's uh, I think that's like the just first barely better than half yeah that's like the first <laughs> time in how long mark I you don't know? know, a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. So <laughs> it's been a been hot ranked. minute. I can't re- maybe like probably like ten years. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Two thousand nine. What teams are we talking? We're talking uh Northwestern. The women their women's basketball team's really good, according Girl. to Justin Jackson. His sister's on the team. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh happy National Women's Day yesterday, I think, right? Yesterday International Women's <laughs> Day. Um A show fa- uh coming from us, a show famous for having women on. Damn, we should have a woman on. We should have a girl. I've had a lot of ideas about getting our girlfriends on yeah. to like my idea was we do the show, have the girls watch it, which is already a chore, a task right. to get them to, and then have them try and do the exact same show just to see. see how I kind of always have do. a pod with them, just like with their opinions on what they think of us doing a podcast. I, I mean, can wear a wig. <sighs> <laughs> I've already got an alter ego. Am I a pretty lady? 
Not with that beard, buddy. Huh. Uh, no, my girlfriend has listened to the show before. Yeah, my girlfriend listens to it. Does she? Yeah. yeah. Because she's like, you guys are always so funny at the beginning, and then I don't really know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats on the sex, guys. (laughs) I appreciate it. Has your girl ever been on a podcast, Andrew? No. (laughs) No. Because Amanda did my old dumbass podcast before. She's she's got podcasts and chops. Yeah, Yvette actually just texted me today saying that we should start a podcast. And I was just like, I don't know what we'd talk about. I've been trying to start a show with Amanda, too. Your love. Yeah. I'll go so far. (laughs) Amanda wants me to watch The Fucking Bachelor. Oh no! Do not do and that. And she's like, I, 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 floated this idea. I'm like, let's watch The Bachelor together. I'll do it if, if we could start a podcast. Yeah. And then we 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 do a podcast about like you getting me into The Bachelor, and then me, we us talking about it. I don't know. I feel like there's a lane there because there are other shows like that where couples do shit together. Yeah, I feel like there is a podcast. I think somewhere on the Ringer um, that talk that about is. the bat. You don't know about the Ringer? Nope. Bill Simmons. Who? Bill Simmons. Anybody? Is that Word is, for ESPN got fired for talking shits about about them and oh, the stars of yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you made like a crap ton of money off of it, right? Yeah, and the Ringer is his new website and tons of really good podcasts for Skip. all sports, good for oh, him. Wrong, wrong um, guy. movies and stuff like that. Well, I've been saying that's what we need to do. We need to start a fucking network, man. We gotta get this show that's what he did. off its uh, off its baby legs, get some man legs underneath the show. Had, and I got start. you on hockey. You could have. No, come on. You could start a one man hockey podcast, I Mark. Get I'll just let you come over. I'll put you in the corner. I'll let you talk about hockey. You know what's scary is that I can easily carry that show for an hour of me just talking to myself. Well, that's it, a shame. There, there are one man podcasts out there. That I don't think it'd be the worst. Yeah, but <clears throat> topics today. What are we doing? Okay, let's see. Today, March 9th, two thousand twenty, the combine is over. Correct. Yep. Uh, we. I watched diligently watched clips on twitter yeah 10 second clips that's it (laughs) yeah i didn't watch that guy's fast yeah (laughs) i was like wow that guy's fast that guy's strong the first thing people were saying is just like that shit was going on from 4 to 11 central so that was 5 to midnight in indianapolis yeah like people were like starting with the bench press and then at 11 almost midnight they're running three cones jesus christ you know which is a lot which is one of the biggest things they were saying is a lot of people had really shitty three cone drills which is what dk metcalf one of the things that he was like bashed on from last year very interesting was his three cone drill and it's just like they're running at like midnight it's because yeah they've been working out all fucking day and like waiting they need to spread that shit out. Combine's like, what, three days? Like, it's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday de- thingy? Yeah, it depends on your position. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like one. your position goes like one day, and yeah. then the next day, another position. And that's, yes. like, that's like my biggest gripe, though. Well, one of my biggest gripes of the Combine is that, like, especially the 40-yard dash gets so overhyped, where you see these guys just running down the lanes. It's fun to watch guys they go get, fast. Then they it get drafted fun. in the fifth round, and then their career is punt returner. They're like, oh, this guy's game-breaking speed, and he's just a gunner on, punt, on like, punts. Literally, Ooh. most important Congrats. thing is your draft position. That's yeah. the most important thing. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people are saying that the combine doesn't matter, which it kind of does, kind of doesn't, but it's, like, draft position. It's just, like, the 40-yard dash, like, some owners are like, oh, my God, Giannis, he's fast. Let's draft him. Like, it's just kind of... It's kind of a crapshoot, though, if you draft a fast guy. Like, it doesn't always translate up when you're wearing shorts onto the field. Right. So big peep, big guys that uh, did really well at the combine. Mark, you got anybody? I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna watch uh, Twitter clips. Um, I think the one guy that stood out was that offensive tackle from wherever, and they're like, "Oh, what's one thing you change about yourself?" And he's just like, 
bigger dick. And I think that guy should go. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you did really? That? Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, and, there was a, a reporter who's like, oh, uh, so if you had one thing you could change about yourself, what would it be? And then there's just like, he just kind of looks around, like he pauses. He's like, bigger dick. And, <laughs> and like, I had to Google to see if this was like an actual guy. And it was what an actual guy. And honestly, if anyone from the Cincinnati Bengals, if you're watching this with the first overall pick, don't draft Joe Burrow. Draft that guy. He's, <laughs> he's what you want to lead your team to I the Super Bowl. I did not know that. Yeah, he just—it was something like out of a like a sketch or something. Like, it just did not look believable until you Google his name. You're like, oh my god, this guy's actually at the draft combine today. Like right. he has a good chance to get drafted. That's crazy. So uh, shout out to that guy, whoever your name is. <laughs> shout out to him. Um, one big thing that happened was Henry Ruggs. He was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to beat John Ross's 4.2240. Yeah. He ran a 4.27. Close. Yes. How, how tall is he? Just curious. I think he's like 5'10", 5'11". Oh, yeah. He's going to be a career punt returner. Sorry, yeah. bud. <laughs> I mean, no. I think he's coming out of Alabama. I mean, 5'11 like, is decent height. He also him. killed like the... The broad jump and the whatever the other one is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, other combine events like yeah. the uh, the broad jump. He was like and the, the forty yard dash. Yeah, and other events and the hand measuring. Yes, what is we that? measured the our hands vertic- last episode. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we yeah. Did. Go, go go find the guy and measure your hands. Hand. Here, let me. Uh, uh, you need talking, a meter stick, talking, bro. Yeah. So Henry Ruggs ran a four point two seven. Um, low key, he was already on the map, but I think that's going to give him a much better draft position. Just because, like, he's fast. Teams fucking love that. Yeah, you know, we, we everyone wants the new Tyreek Hill. You know. Yeah. Um, the good thing about those guys is they can spread out the offense. You mm-hmm. know, you have a guy that can run a four point two seven. You have to remember the guy on the other side. You know, running deep. You know, there's 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 yeah. a lot of things you can do with him. Um, All right, Mark, I got the rule here. Yeah. So how you measure this is pinky to thumb. So spread that bitch out other way. Yeah, but sp- spread out your hand so it's like easier. Spread it. Spread it. Eight and a half. Do I have small hands? Eight and a half. I yeah. think that's what Andrew had. No, and I had a nine. I had nine. Oh, then me and Gerald, me and Gerald both had the same amount. Yeah. Wait, wait hold on. I, I was, I wasn't ready. I had my no, blood. You, no, you did it right. My blood flow no, was you're, you're even shorter now. Yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you, Guillermo, and I have the same size penises. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> um, also, big thing that happened on, on the combine was Jonathan Taylor. What so, happened? He ran a four point three nine forty. Jonathan Taylor. I haven't um, seen reports he's going like the Chiefs if he slips, the Chiefs are taking him with the thirty second pick. Yeah, so he's like a five ten, two twenty pound guy running a four three nine. Let me tell you, a lot of running backs cannot do that. That's true, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah, I had to get it in perspective. But Could yeah. You imagine that. that guy on the Chiefs' offense if he slips because I have seen anywhere. mock reports of him slipping to the Chiefs, and you have Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Miko Car- Mik- Hardman, I forgot how to talk, uh, Sammy Watkins, if he doesn't retire for a year or whatever. I mean, well, Sammy Watkins plays two games a year, like week one in the Super Bowl. Talking about Jonathan Taylor. He's going to get cut, though. Yeah, Sammy's going to get cut, but yeah. So Jonathan Taylor um, oh my God. was probably – he probably did the best out of everybody at the Combine, Yeah, um, which definitely makes him, depending on landing spot, the RB1 yeah. in, in, in Dynasty for this year. Yeah. So you're going to take him? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Andrew has a lot of first-round picks. Which we'll talk about a little later. Uh, yeah, so... But one big thing about Jonathan Taylor that um, his biggest downside is his usage. Guess how many carries... So he's played... He had like 400 carries a year, right? He played... 
Mark, 400 carries, not a single person in the NFL can yeah, even like I mean, touch College that. is different, dog. I know, but even a heavy college running uh, offense, that's a lot. So he had three years starting, which is pretty rare in football. Yeah. In those three years, how many rushes do you think he got? It, like combined? Combined. Uh, close to th- I was gonna say six hundred, close to six. I'm gonna say close to, I don't know. He was used a lot, so I'm gonna say close to like nine hundred, eight hundred ish. You're spot on, Mark. Seriously? He got he, he got rushed roughly three hundred times a season. <clears throat> to put that in perspective, Derrick Henry this year didn't even rush three hundred. Didn't even rush three hundred, and he was like <laughs> the biggest bell cow. Yeah, you know. So he's been used for three hundred touches. Every single year, not too much in the past game until this last season. Um, so his biggest thing is usage. Yeah, he never got injured though. Yeah, but the wear and three tear. Three seasons, three seasons, three hundred. Not getting times. injured though is a huge plus. And he's yeah. twenty years old. Like that's, it could be a red flag to some teams. So you don't know if he's going to get picked as early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've seen just this issue with running backs and just their durability. But um, other guys that did really well, Cam Akers, guy out of Florida State, he. Um, was victim to a really shitty offensive line. That's his thing. He was one of the only five-star uh, running back recruits this, this season. They didn't have a top running, uh, top O-line. Oh, they had one of the worst in football. But he still looked pretty good behind them. I, I, I don't pay much. He did. He did. I football. mean, he still averaged like five-something yards a carry. But yeah. it was like you saw a lot of shitty games, but he's one of the best athletes. Okay. You know, but he had a really, really good combine. Um, other guys, DeAndre Swift, he's one of the guys that – What's his last I know name? That name? DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Oh, I, I heard out of Georgia, Swift's, right? And I was like, dude, Swift's is a kick-ass name. I'm drafting him. <laughs> yeah, out name. of Georgia. Another guy that's supposed to be, you know, could be the number one running back off the board. Um, but there's also a couple guys that didn't go to the combine. Um, JK, yeah, Joe Burrow and Tua both didn't. So we're looking at their pro days coming up yeah. soon. Um, running back J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. Had oh, some, really? Had some ankle injury, I guess. Mm. Which is kind of a big thing um, that I feel because you've already seen his draft stock kind of like suffer yeah. because of not going to the combine. Um, other guys like T. Higgins, wide receiver out of Clemson. Correct me if I'm wrong. I just feel like not doing the combine as a running back is a lot has a lot bigger of a negative impact than not doing the combine as a wide receiver or a quarterback. Honestly, I think so too. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson didn't do the combine, I know, because um, he purposely didn't want to do the 40-yard dash or they even I, – I think some teams want to do like a receiver drill because there was like a lot of rumors about him <laughs> switching over from quarterback to running back and wide receiver. And he said, no, I'm not going to the combine just to do the pro day to show his arm strength and accuracy to prove to teams that he's he, a But he didn't have to do those, you know, drills at the combine if he didn't want to. You know, there's some guys that – only did the bench press and then didn't do anything else. There's yeah. some guys that did the 40 and that's it. Um, the combine kind of just seems like a fucking it's just kind of It's just kind of like, hey, look what I can do. It's like a, it's like a skills contest, basically. Like a, like how the Pro Bowl has a Literally. skills contest. It's just that for college athletes where, you know, some guys look really good in school skills contests. Some guys, you know, don't look that good, but ball out every Sunday. Yeah, and I think with the, with the running backs in the combine, all these guys are like 5'10 or shorter. So, like, everyone wants to see their 40, to see, like, a big, stocky guy, how fast he can run it. You know, because guys like Zeke and them are, like, 6'1", six 6'0". Six yeah. yeah, a lot of the – well, yeah, that is a kind of a short like, class. Like, even, even, like, Christian McCaffrey, he's, like, 6'1". Like 
Yeah, he's, yeah. He's and down. then you got fucking uh, Derrick Henry, who's like six four. Yeah, <laughs> but like Henry just runs standing off. Like Zeke is up. six it's feet, awesome. Saquon six feet, Dak six two, Derrick Henry six three. Yeah, yeah. That's some big boys. Yeah, and this this draft, I don't think there's anyone over five or big guys over five. It looks ten. like five ten or five eleven. Well, the position has even evolved so much since you know three four years ago, and Zeke and Derrick Henry. Well, Derrick Henry got drafted. In, 16 and same with Zeke, but like in the last four years, it's just evolved that much too, where it, it's so much more rushing, you know, like receiving backs than they are bell cows now. Yeah, nowadays you need these like small, stocky guys that just have tons of muscle on them. And those are the guys that work, I guess. Yeah. But. Huh? <laughs> guys, got anything else with the combine? Uh, not many, uh, not, not too many tight ends. That's one thing I noticed. Yeah. You got Mark's boy. You got Mark's boy, Thaddeus, but he didn't even. He didn't even perform at the combine. Yeah, you know, so this is uh, going to be a tricky tight end class. But well, I mean, after the last couple of years, we've gotten pretty lucky with big prospects. Like you had Kittle, and you had um, last year freaking uh, what's his name Hawk and uh, no fan. Fant. We had a pretty yeah. good like, which is I mean, even two is like that's really good. Yeah, thank you, sir. Just got a drink being serviced <laughs> on the pod. Let's. Do you have uh, the coronavirus. <laughs> he probably has other stuff too. No comment from the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, um, CD Lamb did really well. Um, same oh, yeah, with Jerry yeah. Judy. Like all, like all the guys you thought were gonna perform well did. Like all the top guys just definitely secured their spot in the draft. Um, it just depends on the team and how they decide to scout, which is kind of the crazy thing, right? Yeah. You know, we're all like, we see all the experts looking at these guys, and they're like, yeah, they're gonna go in the first round to this team and stuff like that. Literally, all it takes is for a, the NFL scouts to not like something of a top guy and him get drafted in the fifth round, and nobody will talk about him. It's like, weird. Like we, I, I was I was listening to a podcast last year, and uh, Kelvin Harmon, he's actually on my honestly because I just picked him up randomly, and they talked about him. And last year for like dynasty leagues, he was getting drafted in the first round, or two no years shit. ago, two years ago, two years ago, and uh, he got drafted in the fifth or sixth round. Nobody talks about him. <laughs> so is he going to be your sleeper on sleeper? No, <laughs> he's just, he's he's a, like a, just like a roster spot. But Dad so maybe they were right to not talk about him. Yeah, but no, I understand. Like I mean, because we had like last year going into the draft, like one of the top, it was between top guys. Either Josh Jacobs or Nikhil Harry. Like, those were the top two. Right. And then Nikhil Harry just got hurt and, you know, didn't hear anything until the very end of the season. Yeah. And he did do pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Like, those four games or whatever you played, you look good. Yeah, and hopefully within the next coming few few weeks, we'll have a nice little mock draft. I know I've been talking to Ryan about that. Yeah, once well, uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to get little the itch little. to get back into football. Like, so I I, I started a, we started this dynasty league when I was full on like balls to the wall. He was rock hard invested in fantasy. Rock and I was hard. like, let's keep this shit going. Let's start a dynasty league. And then now I'm just like, you know, I could I could live without this, but I'll, I'll no, get back. You can live it. without it. In the off season, I would be fine if we shut it down until like April. No, I yeah, need that, to see it. Waiver wire trade. Well, we've we've made a lot of moves, so we should we talk about just like where our dynasty teams are standing. Yeah, let's take we'll take a little break. We're gonna because we got some spreadsheets we got to pull up. Uh, we're gonna talk about our dynasty teams moving forward, our strategies, like what's uh what's popping. What's popping? We'll be right back. And we're back. Quick little break. Actually, a long little break. Yeah. <laughs> had uh, some negotiations in our dynasty league. We just uh, transferred ownership. <laughs> yeah. Had uh, yeah. Uh, you, you you owe me fifteen bucks. Just yeah. 
so our dynasty team, our setup right now is this is just a uh, PSA to people out there because I know when we started dynasty, I had a really tough time figuring out our like the best the ideal starting lineup you know with right. bench pots because you want to keep it deep shit like that so as of right now we have two qb basically so a qb and a super flex yep two running backs three wide receivers a tight end and then two flexes so basically three flexes with the super flex super flex and then two regular flexes so right. it is a bit decently big roster it's fairly large starting lineup which is fun because it adds you know, makes higher scores, but it is a little difficult because the waiver wire is super bare. That and then bye weeks are going to play play an, an effect issue. on a lot of things when you have so many starting people. But we do also have a ten team league, so Which most kind of balances everything out. Most teams are twelve, or most leagues are twelve team. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we have a ten team league, so we're able to make it a little bigger than usual, um, and then we have some pretty deep benches. I think once the rookie class comes in, and we have to. Um, drop players. And the thing is, is when we draft a team, like most likely your first round pick, you're gonna have to have on your starting roster. You can't. Yeah. You're not gonna put him on your taxi squad, or you might put him at the beginning, but then drop him or put him onto your regular squad. So then you have to drop somebody. So there are like a, a few things. Like if you draft good players, then you're gonna have to. Take then them you off have that to. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to make cuts. Yeah. I think we found a happy medium. Well, again, we we expanded the starting lineup this year in the off season because that's where we make rule changes after yeah. every season. We added a taxi squad, which for the uninitiated, uh, it's just basically <laughs> uh, it's like a separate rookie bench where you can't really touch them unless you sign them to active roster, and then which means you have to make a cut, blah blah, blah and they can't go back on a taxi squad. Google it. It's usually for those third, fourth round picks. Yeah, the late making. guys who like you're not going to start for a while, a minute. Or if you know that a quarterback is going to be a bench quarterback for a year, and then exactly you know stuff like that. So what we wanted or if to do, you want to punish them for sucking. <clears throat> We can only punish them at the beginning. Yeah, because yeah. if you take them off, they're permanently they're gone. Yeah. Right. So what we wanted to do in this back half of the episode is basically talk about our dynasty teams, just the three of us, because we're all in the same league together. Yep. And uh, like our like our strategies moving forward and any moves we've made recently, because there have been, I think all three of us have been involved in some yeah. pretty big offseason moves. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just kind of things that you did to kind of put your team where it is and stuff like that. And where, you know, a trade that you might want to do in the future. Someone that you can see kind of unloading. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to start. Um, so, my team, when I initially drafted this team, it was kind of going for, like, the high upside young guys was kind of, like, my my whole deal going in. And I yeah. think I hit pretty well. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. And I made some trades here and there, whatever. But You made some big trades. Yeah. <clears throat> so... My main QBs, it's a member of Superflex, so you're starting two QBs. Carson Wentz, Josh Allen. I got Stafford and Drew Locke in the backfield just waiting. Uh, my big RBs, I got Zeke, Gurley, Kareem Hunt, and then I've got you know the appropriate backups. Sony Michelle, though. Sony. That's that's still an upside. Still kinda. feeling regret on that trade, though. Yeah, it was just a <laughs> prank, Mark. <laughs> I traded Sony, or I traded away Devin Singletary and Justin Jackson, I believe, for Sony. After a poor Sony performance, and yeah. uh, haven't really been able to start him since I traded Week for him. one, I was like, I hate Sony Michelle with a passion. Well, if I've ever met Sony Michelle, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like that week, I was just angry. So I'm like, if anyone wants Sony Michelle, offer me a trade. And I was offered Justin Jackson, it was, Devin Singletary. It was like week five or six. It week one. After week two, I started Devin Singletary. In my but lineup. look at this. 
the Patriots don't it doesn't look like they're going to draft anybody or they want to sign anybody like this is still their starting guy going forward so i mean at rb i have zeke and Gurley, like and hunt like those are three really high upside guys still even Gurley with his injury history i i i still like where he's his trajectory and then i've got malcolm brown you know tony pollard whatever and then sony's a guy who yeah he's there tight end i got george kittle my main then wide receiver, that's where I'm real. I'm Damn. looking real good here. Makes me sad to look at. I got DJ Moore. I got young guys. DJ Moore, Juju, AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, not young, but stud. I mean, he's only 27. Yeah, like, he's, he's like, still he's still without uh, well, now Philip Riverless Chargers might change things, but it's still, still it's productive fucking Keenan four Allen. more years. Like, yeah. he's fine. I got MVS out there, Auden Tate, you know, just young guys I picked up. And then uh, that is pretty much our starting lineup. And you have a first round pick this year so far. I have a first round pick. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't trade away my first round pick, but I have the ninth overall out of ten. Right. But that's because I got second place. But in a deep draft, still a good pick. Like I, if you look at mocks, you can see you're going to get a very good starter. Still. Definitely. And uh, like I said, my draft strategy going in was like younger guys with high upside, and I feel like I hit really well because I made it to the championship this year and lost. Yeah. But I, I think, personally, no bias, actually a lot of bias, that my team can be contending for the next couple years. For the next, like, five years. As long, especially if I upgrade at RB. So, like, that's my weakest point, and that's still not even that weak. Like, I have Zeke and Gurley. Right. I have been floating out trades to offload Zeke and some other, you know, uh, parts to that trade to get Saquon. To get a big boy. Yeah. Who, I mean... Zeke is still really young, and he's in just signed like a four-year deal. But at the same oh, time, like, like six-year deal, one of these guaranteed. guys who like I would be willing to get rid of for an even younger, bigger guy like a CMC, like a Saquon, just to really, really shove get, it down get your guys' that throats. Absolute stud. Yeah. So honestly, not no bias again. I got the best team in the league. Yeah, Mark and I have talked about this just like just about teams in general, and I do agree. You have the best team for the sole reason of your wide receivers. These guys, it's not like you have a guy that's like 25, 26 that might get old in a couple of years. These guys are 22, 23. AJ Brown, Juju, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Come on. I think, Come on, son. And I think DJ Moore is just going to be a complete stud next year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I was super hot on DJ Moore towards the end of the 2018 season. Yeah. Like when he started to pop off. And uh, last year he still did great. He was like the – he was in the top 10, I think, top 12 wide receivers despite having like six touchdowns. I think he – I feel like he had even like less. Even he, less He's than got six, a yeah. lot of receptions and just a lot of yards. I think um, – but a lot of guys you got was via trade, like Juju, A.J. Brown. Uh, yeah, so recently – well, right after this uh, Super Bowl, basically, I traded for A.J. Brown right at the peak of his value. Yeah. Uh, I gave away a lot. What did I give away? I gave away uh, John Brown, a bunch of picks. I think somebody and, uh, else. And David Montgomery. Yeah, Demont. Yeah, that was the big one. For basically A.J. Brown, I think like a third. Like nothing. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, pick-wise. I paid a lot for him, and I do not regret it at all because uh, it's fucking A.J. Brown, man. Yeah. But even though there's a lot of rumors that Brady's going to Tennessee. Yeah, I think uh, he had a great season. Um, worried a little bit of regression, possibly. See, that's know. where I'm not worried because he really didn't start to go 
like bananas until like halfway through the, the season. End, yeah, like even towards the end. Basically. Yeah, when Tannehill took over, it was like week eight, nine, when, somewhere around there. If the Titans keep that same kind of offense style, like yeah, it's going to be a little bit harder now because teams know what they're going to do. But if they keep it around Tannehill, but they still got Brady. Derrick Henry to. If, if we still Derek don't know Henry. if he's going to stay, but I personally yeah. think that both of them will be back. I think yeah. both Henry and Tannehill. One one one's going to get the franchise tag. The other one's going to get a contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but for sure, the Titans cannot produce two like wide receivers. They can have one wide receiver that does really well. The other ones are going to be because like, it's yeah because like yeah. the that offense is Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah. yeah. So anything else is just secondary. But when you have a top tier running back and a top tier wide receiver. I mean, magic yeah. happens. And Derrick Henry being so good, it just leaves him with mismatches because they're worried about him. Leaves him with possible one-on-one. Leaves A.J. Brown open. That's which what, he kills. Which know? is also kind of – that's the one thing about A.J. Brown is he was big plays last year because the offense ran through Derrick Henry. Like, even when he was still getting stopped, like, he was still getting – like, he was still – Yeah, he was still gunning it. Right. So, when, when Ryan Tannehill had to throw the ball, he threw it to A.J. Brown. But if he didn't have to throw the ball, like – AJ Brown got like Smith, three, like, three pat, like three receptions in a game. Like, yeah, yeah. you saw, you, you saw a few games where he had like low receptions, but huge yard totals, like really broke out some plays. Ball, yeah, yeah, and he's great after the catch, AJ Brown especially. Yeah, and you also got Juju and the three way trade with Shane and I. So sleeper has the capability to do three way trades. You can also, I found out trade with the entire league. I found yeah, out. you can, and uh, <laughs> you can do like a ten way when we did. We, our, can, have yeah. a, we, we can have an orgy if we wanted yeah. to. <laughs> When we did our guillotine league, I um, mistakenly spent 200 of my 1,000 fab on Raheem Mostert. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and then, uh, like, I meant to spend 20 because I yeah. got him. Nobody else had bid on him, and I spent 200 fab. <laughs> I sent out a trade where everybody gives me 200 fab, <laughs> and I give them, like, a fab, like, one fab or something. Got rejected. But you can do multiple, multiple uh, person trades. The one thing, three way trades, dope. The one thing about three way trades ways in general is yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> trying to judge, like, because everyone looks at a trade, like, who won the trade? Yeah. With three way trades, it's really difficult to, like, get the math right. You know what I mean? I did the math. One of, I basically was one that was setting them all up and sending them all to everybody. Yeah, because you're a maniac. There was a span for about four weeks where anyone in our league would get four trades a day from Andrew. And I had to do it. You would just hear. Love the, to see it. You would just hear the reasoning behind it, like, "Oh, well, you know, your team's gonna win now, so you should take Devonte Freeman and give me three first rounds." Like, no, shut up. I dude. don't want that. Shut up. <laughs> I asked for maybe a late second from you. You asked it for a first. In no, like I did. 2022. All right, shut up. Based on <laughs> the ten teams in our league at the moment. What is my probability of making it to the champ? Not not necessarily winning, but like making it to the championship again. Making it to the championship and like as in your division, I would say you are the best team in your division. I think you're the best team in the league. Unfortunately, you're. I hate saying that to you, but you have great depth. I actually made like a spreadsheet for everybody. Yeah, and we, Andrew, we Andrew put in the work, man. He's he got did. all our teams, our picks, our strengths, our weaknesses, what we need to draft, our average ranking. I mean. I'm actually just really looking at this. <laughs> to, uh, he gave us a, a mock starting lineup, like what what you should do. Man, yeah, Andrew, you you really fucking just kind of putting it together. I mean, I had a great time with it. I you love... must not have a busy job. No, I do this at home. Like I said, I go to bed at like ten, and I I'll get on my laptop till eleven, and then I just knock the fuck out. Fucking, yeah, last gotta... thing last thing I think about before I go to bed is football. 
Which is must be thing. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, do you have a you have a solid team? Literally five deep with wide receivers, which is a I hate you. Yeah, but it it yes, I am stacked at wide receiver, but you have to be with the way we have this league set up, just yeah. because of how like there's a lot of these high ups. Like I have traded a lot to get this deep of a wide receiver like core. But, like, you could still have a definitely viable team with, like, Hell of you know, up backs. and coming. Or, yeah, you can stack your team with running backs, whatever. Because with the two flexes, you could go running back heavy and heavy receivers be kind of eh, you know? Yeah. There's definitely ways for it all to work out. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to say about my team except that it's fucking sexy as shit. And now that I'm really actually looking at it again, I'm like, God damn, you guys suck. <laughs> I'll, uh, I guess I'll go next about... My sure, team. Mark. Let's uh, hear it. Um, so my team, when you look at it, when we drafted in May with the you know older player draft and the rookie draft, out of like I have one, two, three, six players out of eighteen that I actually drafted. 25. Every twenty-five, six out of my twenty-five players I actually drafted. Three of them were rookies that did nothing: Justice Hill, Darwin Thompson. And who you've uh, been incredibly high on? Who since. did I? Who did I even? Oh yeah, Riley Ridley. Hey they Mark, did, remember that? Remember that time we drafted for Dynasty, and then we did our redraft draft, and you drafted your Dynasty team. You remember that? That was awesome. No, it wasn't. I b- made the playoffs. <laughs> Both but, did you win, but did you win? No. Okay. Um, we did our we did our rookie draft, and with this first pick, I think it was like sixth. He drafted Riley Ridley. Riley fucking Ridley. At least you made you you, you learned from your mistakes. Yeah, and I really was just kind of thinking like, okay, it's gonna be a good. N- possibly number two receiver for the Bears, but hey, you know what? I didn't really follow- like the sixth round. Of the I draft. was, you know, I just finished school, so my mind was more on school and not really football. I didn't pay much attention, so I'm like, oh, Bears drafted this guy. And that's where him. you bring bias into everything, yeah. which yeah. is a thing. So, um, going in, if week one started tomorrow, which I really wish it did, my lineup would be my two QBs be Dak Prescott and Baker Mayfield. Just kind of, kind of, kind of go through the positions. Okay, quarterbacks. Okay. So I have Dak Prescott and Baker Mayfield. They'd be the starters. And then I have Gardner Minshew on the bench. Just, you know, he's young and looked pretty good in uh, Jacksonville. And I also have Tyrod Taylor, too, just in case, you know, San Diego drafts a rookie, but he's kind of like the replacement for this year. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor has shown he can be a viable starter, you know, here and there. If you need like a, you know, bye week or an injury for like two weeks. Right. And then running backs, I have uh, Derek Henry. Thank you, Andrew. And Devin Singletary starting. Thank you, Ryan. And then I also <laughs> have. It was a prank, bro. <laughs> I also have Philip Lindsay on the bench, who I'm probably going to rotate in with Devin Singletary. We'll see how he does. You know, Buffalo is still up in the air. Also, I have uh, Jamal Williams. And then I still have hope for my boy, Justice Hill. I'm thinking Mark Ingram's gonna get gonna get injured at some point. Relax, <laughs> man. We don't wish injuries. I don't wish we injuries. Don't wish but I'm just going on, on luck. I'm NFL just going players. on the uh, just on the probability. And I feel like a team is gonna overpay for Gus Edwards. So I really think Justice Hill. Who the fuck is gonna overpay about? for Gus Edwards? All right, someone. Uh, just for the people <laughs> listening to this show, Mark, unlike me. Mark has extreme bias towards the people on his team. Yeah. And Mark, you cannot deny it at this point. Uh, no, I know. I, I like you I have my extreme team. bias. Oh, but like when Justice Hill started the two games of the at season. At the end of the season. When the season, they were playoff bound and they weren't both, even trying. Yeah, both double digit points. But I'm still. just saying. I and mean, he definitely anyway. has a possibility, but don't like relax with Gus Edwards. All right. Melvin Gordon isn't going to get. Ten million a year. No, I'm just Gus saying like, Edwards a team's gonna, get like I'm, three million. I know. I'm just saying the team's gonna give Gus Edwards more than he should. No, no they won't. And anyway, <laughs> so those are my running backs. 
Receiver <laughs> is where I really like my team a lot because I have Mike Thomas. I like Amari, mine better. <laughs> Mike Thomas, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, DK Metcalf, Mike Williams, and you know Will Fuller. Now, and Mark, Stills. you 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 mentioned a name there, Amari Cooper. Would what you like to him? tell us? Um, How you acquired Amari Cooper? Well, it was through a trade. No, no, let's let's classify it as it is. It's trape. Trade rape. It wasn't one hundred percent. I just sent it over. He didn't have to say yes. You at the beginning you you also had a skewed perception of what a good trade was because you were thinking NFL wise. Yeah. When the NFL has seven rounds and it's a little different. Yeah. Alright, so the the trade was basically Mari Cooper A fourth um, round pick. That doesn't matter. For two second round picks and Justin Jackson and Justin Jackson, so uh, you know, so we ran this through trade calculator. Obviously, it was trape, but you got him. You I know, got him, Mark Cooper. Good on you, but uh, hopefully, you send better trades. And then I also have um, my boy Will Fuller on the bench for like a bye week, you know, injury kind of guy, but he'll probably be the one that's injured. True, but he's there, you know, just in case Mike Williams doesn't do too hot, or I hope DK doesn't regress but i honestly hope dk i think dk will take over for tyler lockett which is yeah. a part of the trade i got rid of tyler lockett to acquire juju yeah, yeah. and a first round pick. so i'm just hoping you know i could possibly be rolling with mike thomas amari cooper and dk metcalf as number one receivers alan robinson a high end number two and maybe mike williams just that potential's there man if Mike Williams just becomes a solid number two receiver. That's what people I'm have been happy. saying for two years. Yeah, and he had 1,000 yards, 1,001 yards. And how often were you happy you started Mike Williams? Every single day of my mm. life. Well, because you're, like I said, you <laughs> fucking overvalue everybody on and your then, team. Uh, tight everybody ends. on Mark's team is worth 10 times more than any other player in the league. It's just crazy. And then, uh, According tight, to Mark. Tight end, I have Travis Kelsey, and I also have David Njoku, just, you know, bye weeks for Njoku, and just hopefully – he can come back to his uh, standard of play, and yeah, you know, I'm really liking. I'm really liking my team. I put a lot of trades into that just to get where I'm at. Originally, my uh, I was originally just going to do like a rebuild and just try to take over the league in a couple of years, but my yeah. team really kind of uh, progressed faster than I wanted to. So I kind of just switched mindsets where I'm like, okay, everyone on my team that's I'm keeping long term is under 30, except for Travis Kelsey, who's 31 now. So, Travis Kelsey is not 31. Yeah, yeah I think so. Is yeah. he really? Yeah, Travis Kelsey is like 30. I think he just turned 31 this season. Or he's 30, you bitch. 30. Well, he turns 31 Until during October. the season. Until October. So he's going to turn 31. But, you know, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Mike Thomas, Mike yeah, Williams, so they're all around 27. Your team, yeah, your team is Win definitely now. on the top half of, of our league. Um, yeah, you definitely did a lot of traits to kind of get you to that position. Traits. Yeah, a, a couple. But you still did well. Um, you do have a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, no first. No have, first. But I have two in 2021. Yeah. Yes, you do. Um, but yeah, I would say your biggest. If we even live that long. Your biggest. Let's uh, relax. Real. It's climate change, bro. <laughs> I would say that your your toughest part is definitely your running back. Yeah. Um, your two running backs are based on Henry and Singletary. Both going to be question marks. Single uh, Henry for regression. Singletary. Yeah. The Bills basically said that they're going to get another running back this offseason. They want to do a committee. Yeah. Um, I mean, but your team is definitely solid. Any any trades or anything you're looking to do in the future? Uh, nothing really. Maybe just see if I can improve depth overall. But as of right now, I haven't really been haven't really been on the market. I knew my tight end position was kind of was kind of thin, so I made a trade. 
and I'm just I just kind of trade for Njoku, just baking banking on the fact that he has all this potential in the world, and at some point Travis Kelsey's gonna start declining, so maybe I could just slot Njoku in. But as of right now, there's nothing really I'm pressing for like a trade or big name signing or anything of that nature right now. Yeah, no, your team looks solid, definitely RB, but other than that, you look pretty good. Thanks, Frank. I disagree, but yeah, it's good now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, why don't you just give me back Singletary? It was a joke. No. I traded you him as a joke for Sony. Everybody in the league agrees. Am I right, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, so give him back. <laughs> Singletary's <laughs> good, but dude is like 5'8". 5'7". 5'7". You're him too much credit for his No, he's... he's a- All right, quick question for you guys. Would you rather have, going forward, Singletary or David Montgomery? Montgomery. Easily. Uh, really? I don't, I don't think... I do not think... That Singletary will ever be a starter, like a full starter in the NFL. Do you see him hitting a thousand yards in his career? No. I mean, he did hit. How many yards did he get? He got, I uh, think that he will be a committee back for the rest of his life he because did get he's five seven. Seven hundred seventy-five yards with Frank Gore and only playing twelve games. So but Frank Gore's a hundred years old. Yeah. And I think that next. You know he year, wants to still play again. Yeah. He said that. I think the Bills. If if I could see like Jordan Howard going to the Bills. On a cheap contract, being the one and two back, <coughs> Singletary being the third down back. I don't think Jordan passes. Howard's leaguing the Eagles, personally. Oh, I think he is. I think he's either going to go. Was like, he on a one-year deal? Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's a free agent. Is he okay? And um, I think that would be. A good I fit. think the Eagles are just going to do Miles Sanders, but I could see also them do a committee. But I don't know. Singletary, I see a lot of red flags. I think if you have him on a dynasty team, I say sell. You know, not that you're going to get too much right now. Do you want Singletary, Andrew? Absolutely not. I'll, I'll give you. Like I'll give you um, Singletary and two 2021 first round picks for a 2020 first round pick. <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anything else on your team, Mark? Um, I just hope we all have. We fun have this to year. stop him, otherwise he's going to talk yeah. about his team forever. No, I honestly have nothing else <laughs> to much. say about my team right now. <laughs> Too much. Andrew Phillison, buddy. All right. I. I um, sounds like his last name, Phillison. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so going into the draft, honestly, I was looking at value. I, I, I didn't spend on a top guy. You know, I didn't spend more than... You got two bucks for Tyreek Hill. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. I'm still fucking mad about <laughs> It was a that. joke, bro. Give him back for 200 no, just, I'm just going to reiterate this one more time. So we did an auction startup draft, correct? Yep. This was... We drafted right when the whole Tyreek Hill might never play in the NFL again shit was popping off. And uh, we were down to our last money where everyone had just two, three bucks to start. And I was like, all right, I'll get Tyreek Hill for a dollar. And I only had two dollars to go with. And Andrew was like, I'll go two. And I couldn't up him because I didn't have three. I'm the only one that had like extra money. Yeah. So honestly, but you didn't have enough to go higher than three. I remember because if I would have just started the bidding at two, nobody else could outbid me. Yeah. But I fucked up. Yeah. And you got Tyreek Hill. And then he's and guess what? He played. Yeah. So. Um, that was obviously my best value. Uh, I did a lot of stuff on the waiver at the beginning. I got like DJ Chark, Devontae Parker, and stuff like that. But my main QBs in this league is Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton. A um, couple bench guys. Are like I, I got a lot of bench guys just because I don't know where they're gonna go. So like Andy Dalton, Foles. You're all about like gambling, man. Like this, at least right now, because you've yeah. got what five consecutive first round picks. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But yeah sorry. Running backs. Um, I got Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson, and after that, it's kind of a crapshoot between like Ronald Jones and Rashad Penny. Uh, at tight end, Evan Ingram, Jack Doyle. Uh, wide receiver, I got Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, Corlin Sun, Brandon Cooks, um, Darius Slayton. 
other than that. But oh, yes, yeah, I Darius, do like, have. I dropped. I picked oh, I also, up and did dropped. Did you mention Evan time. Ingram and Rashad Penn? Yeah. Sorry. Hey, why don't you just, uh, fucking pay attention? <laughs> I was. I just want to make sure his team was as thoroughly explained as possible. Yeah. So I definitely like my team for you, the viewers. in that sense. But I where it comes into plays, I got five first round picks. So I have yes. the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Shane has my seventh, and then I have the eighth pick. Okay, yeah. But then I also have the eleventh pick, so the first and the second round. Um, so basically, six picks in the first round. Yeah, you um, you scrapped your team for picks. Yeah, so I I awesome. I'll be boss. And the reason why I did that is because I got super lucky with like waivers and stuff like that. I was able to flip basically DJ Chark for a first, um, and then Devontae Parker for a first. Which yeah, and Michael Hardman, kind of and there was also that trade too that we did where yeah. I gave you uh, a f- first Brandon Cooks and like a third, and, and then I gave Mark Derrick Henry, DK Metcalf, and here's second. And a God second. damn, I forgot so about I got, that. So I had the twelfth overall, pick but that was that, that was before we that was we when, really that was saw when, the Derrick and the DK that we right, see now. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. So I definitely um, lost that trade, but I mean I like it. I, I I love the first, and this this draft class is is huge. You know, especially it's super top heavy. Oh no, it's deep, but it's top heavy at it's the running back position. Receiver too. It's, yeah, it's like the ideal fantasy draft that you want. Deep for receiver, but super top heavy for wide receiver. So, um, yeah, I basically wanted to sell the guys that I could get first for, while keeping my main guys as in Your Diggs, core, yeah. Evans, Hill, Sutton, um, and hopefully turns those firsts into guys that are usable. You mentioned Mike Evans. How do you feel about that moving forward? Because there's a lot of talk that Jameis is not the starting QB next year. Yeah, you're right. Um, But he is a 6'5 receiver. I believe he's 6'4". Let's not get crazy. No, 6'5". But Mike Evans has looked good with Jameis and uh, Fitzpatrick and just whoever else they throw in there. So damn, he's six five. <laughs> He'll be yeah. fine. He is a huge receiver. And with Godwin too, t- like taking no Godwin's. I mean Godwin separation. Is, I think it's definitely one A one B. Godwin's young. Um, but I think with with just that receiving core, someone's gonna go to that team is gonna be good. Yeah, <laughs> some QB. Yeah, this is our <laughs> this is the official sound effect of the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, <laughs> it's so slippery now. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> just for you, the listeners. But which is probably another big reason why I'm so into this rookie class because I have the freaking half of the first round. Mark, pop yeah. quiz: Who's taller, Julio Jones or Michael Thomas? Uh, Michael Thomas. Same height. Really, six three. Busted. Yeah. How? What the <laughs> fuck? You just knew which one? You knew Mike Thomas's height. Yeah. Of course you do. I, I, what what college you go to? Ohio State. The Ohio State. Yep. What? Uh, hi, should I ask what high school did you go to? Do you know this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that Thank much. God. At least you don't know something. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then, I kind of built this team to. I thought Julio was like six one. Sorry. Really? I thought no. I knew he was like six three. No, yeah, they're both six three. Because those are like the tough guys to get are these huge ass receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I built my team to compete now. Slash, if I hit on these, you rooms. have a chance to one hundred percent compete. If if you hit on like three out of the six, ha- yeah, half of these rookie picks, Y'all you're fucked. it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season. Basically, if you draft this year's version of like Josh Jacobs, OBJ. AJ uh, AJ Brown, and like DK. If you can somehow pull that off with a running back and two I wide receivers, just because the okay. fact that AJ Brown and DK both didn't really step out until like halfway through the season. Yeah, no. Basically, the thing about dynasty is your r- rookie wide receivers probably won't hit 
and if they do, it's midway to- towards the end. If you're gonna have a chance, it's that running back, and that's where I need my running my back. Is yes, and I also need running back investment. Uh, pop quiz, Mark. Who's taller, AJ Brown or Corey Davis? Uh, Corey Davis is like six four, isn't he? And AJ Brown's like six one. Corey Davis is six two. Oh, how tall is AJ Brown? Six one. Okay, <laughs> uh, I was off yeah, on yeah that you one. had that one. We've we've talked about it on the show that we like we played against Corey Davis in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we? And he just did. He was at Weedmoreville South. Oh no way! And he's now same, he's not doing anything. Same class as me and Andrew. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, see where he's at, and look at us in my kitchen on a Tuesday. And Monday we're talking night. about him uh, doing it's a podcast. Right. Anything wrong? Hey, it happens. Whatever, whatever. So, I Ryan, rank our three teams here, best to worst. Then, then Mark. Then I believe myself. it's the order we went in. Me, Mark, you. Well, after the draft, and we see and all landing we'll spots, that's when we can talk. Okay. Yeah. I agree. And uh, I think it's between me and our friend Michael Cortez, who is not on the podcast, have, like, the two strongest teams in yeah. the in the league. If Lamar Jackson gets figured out next year. Lamar, Teddy, Sam Darnold, and the running back, he's got Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, which is rough. But he's also got Mixon. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Washington back up to Josh Jacobs. Do you think I could surpass Cortez in the division? But then he's got Hunter Henry and Mark Andrews at tight end. Two great guys. Great guys. And the wide receiver, he's got Cooper Cup, Hop, Chris Godwin, uh, Robbie Anderson, Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. I think he's deep. He's deep. He is deep. Um, has a couple question marks. I think his big asset that could turn into something good as Robbie Anderson. Did nothing last year. Could the, have an opportunity The this Jets year. seem like they're really gung-ho on keeping Robbie, him, which I think is bad for Robbie Anderson. I'm hearing yeah. Robbie Anderson might go to Green Bay because I guess Green Bay really wants Robbie Anderson to be that number two receiver to free up Devontae Adams more. Well, the Packers will a get a number two, threat. whether and it's in free agency or yeah. in the draft. And Green Bay is oh, in that they window where Cooper. they've got no. – <laughs> Green Bay is in that window where they've got this year and – Maybe next year to actually. Rogers turns thirty six. Rogers turns thirty seven. I thought he's thirty five. Wait, if I if I get Aaron Rodgers' birthday right, how much money do I get? His birthday? Yeah, he's turning well, let's what? Just type it in. I thought he's thirty five. All right, he is turning. He's already thirty six. Yeah, I turned thirty. I know he turns thirty seven December. Uh huh. And is what it what the fuck? He's oh, a psychopath. Is it? Oh, shit. Is it? What's my birthday? It's December twenty second, nineteen ninety four. Ninety three, bitch. <laughs> no, no, boy. oh, I thought you were just guessing. No, Aaron that's Rogers. my birthday. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is December. Cover my laptop so you can't see. <laughs> I want to say the third, but I feel like it's later in December. I Mark, you are so close. Well, let me get to the year. What, what year do you think? Oh, I guess you could have just backtracked that. It is December second, nineteen eighty three. Uh, you are one job, day man. You are a. Fucking nerd. That's crazy. <laughs> Jay Cutler's April 29th, 1983. Mine's April 28th. Hey, you're almost Jay Cutler. Yeah, I know. Jay Cutler was born April, April 29th, 1983. April 29th, 1983. It's annoying that you know You that. are the worst person alive. This is what happens when you have you no know, friends in middle school. You know so this and your Madden, own fancy team. Man just becomes your friend in middle school. What dude. is uh, Derrick Henry's birthday? Derrick Henry, shit. I think he's... I have no idea. I know he's born in like 94. Because he graduated high school, you're older than me. He was born in '94, correct? I want to say it's coming up. I feel like winter or summer. Summer. Wrong, bitch. Winter. January fourth. Uh, well, I knew it was right. Like it just you didn't of... know that because you said summer. So. Oh, whoops. 
Look, we we got the guy. We got him. He got got, folks. Uh, Tom Brady is August third, nineteen seventy-seven. Shut the. F- <laughs> Philip Rivers. Fuck something. Eli Manning. Philip <laughs> Rivers is. I want to say it's like May something, nineteen eighty-one. If you're right on the year, I'm gonna slap you. It's eighty-one. I know that. And I feel like. <laughs> and also. Uh, <laughs> Eli Manning's 81, too. Well, they're in the same class. That's yeah, why and I said I, them. And I feel Roethlisberger, like too. Roethlisberger's 82, though. Fun fact. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm All done right. with but this quick, birthday trivia. But quick trivia. question. Or a quick uh, thing we want to talk about. So, what, so, somebody in our Here. league has the top two players in fantasy, which are CMC and Barkley. Other than that, eh. That's how he finished third. <laughs> Is this uh, our boy? Yeah. So a boy with a lady's name? If you were him... Would Michael? you trade? <laughs> would you trade both of those guys for extra pieces? Well, like I've said, this is the guy I've been talking about. Oh, yeah, trading Zeke and some other pieces to get to acquire Saquon. What did you like want to give up for him? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Look at your team right now, and if you were to send right, him a trade, right. if I was going to send a trade, trade offer, right a now. fair trade offer for Saquon Barkley in a ten-man superflex league, how do you feel about me sending Zeke? No, you know, let me start with the low ball offer. Okay. Todd Gurley. Okay. Um, now, what do you? All right, let me just get your your uh, your views. What What do you think I should add to it? Todd Todd Gurley for Saquon is the the baseline of this Todd trade. Gurley for Saquon, I would. Throw, well, well, what should I add in to I'm to make say, this? Because I personally, when I trade, I overtrade. I always overtrade. I always overpay. So you want somebody that you want, and it's just yeah. like you'll pay a little extra. You for want them. what you want, basically. Yeah, yes. I mean, and I'm fine with overpaying when it's reasonable because right. I'm fine. If someone says, "Oh, I won the trade," fuck you. I don't care. That's fine. So My Todd, team got exponentially better with that trade. Todd Gurley for Zeke is the base right now. No, Todd Gurley for Saquon. Saquon. Okay. Oh yeah, you have both. Uh, Todd <laughs> Gurley for Saquon. I would throw in Kareem Hunt, maybe. All right, Mark, stop. Go home. Well, I'm just Who you got, Andrew? Because I right. was I would add a wide receiver to that. Yeah, then so I would go DJ Moore. It would have to be one of your top five mm. wide receivers. I think Juju um, would be overpaid. Anybody other? See, I'd rather have. I'd rather hold on to DJ Moore than Juju personally. Really? Yeah, I would have to get. It'd have to be Keenan Allen and somebody else. I was gonna say, how would you feel about Zeke? Or no, Gurley, Keenan Allen, and then I'm trying to look at your team right now. Second round pick. Yeah. Or add on like a MVS type guy, like it would. It, it would. Your 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 second's a little late, so I wouldn't be able to take that. Because Actually, it, I don't even have a second. I lied. I have two thirds. Yeah, so that would be tough. So from if I was the Saquon owner, I would have to get Zeke. Have to have to have. So Gurley is pretty much off the table. Oh yeah, unfortunately, because he has he has a lot. Well, that, of, that was that's my like I said that's my low ball off. Gurley's so, knee is too much of a question. Because ideally, I could have Zeke and Saquon on the same team. But I would be willing, just like he has Saquon and CMC, I yeah. would be willing to get rid of Zeke if I would have Saquon. So I would go Zeke, and then would Zeke and Keenan Allen that for would do Saquon, it. like straight up? Yeah, like think you think so. that'd be that enough? Would be good, that would yeah. do it. I mean, I think that'd be enough, and I think I'd be willing to do that. Yeah, because you get the stud, and then so when you think about his team, if he was able to 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 get that kind of trade from two different people, so 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 sell Saquon and and CMC for like. A top, easily top ten running back. All right, so if yeah. he sells, he sells Saquon for Zeke and Keenan Allen. Already great upgrade, considering his best wide receiver is 
Like Nikhil. Uh, Gallup and Gallup. He's got Ster- yeah, Gallup, Sterling Shepard, Tyrell Williams. Like yeah, it's rough. What if I went? What if I went two receivers? No, then I'd, I'd I'd impact my receivers too much. Yeah. So what if he did like? What if he did something like? So he did. He did. He got rid of Saquon for Zeke and Keenan Allen, and then he got rid of CMC for. Now CMC's probably thought about this one too. of the most valuable players in the in fantasy. Ready for this? Yeah, I thought about this, and I and I and I looked at Shane's team. He's win now. Imagine trading CMC for Delvin Cook and Tyler Lockett. And I, go from there. Okay. Top five. Is, Dalvin Cook's a top five. This is all in the hypothetical podcast realm. Yeah. Not anything to do with real life. But there is the fact that this guy who has CMC is a Vikings fan. And I think that plays a lot more into the equation than it would in like your little trade calculators or whatever. Right. And I think if if Mac did that, if he traded that, he traded Saquon for Zeke and Keenan Allen, and then he traded CMC for Dalvin Cook and uh, Tyler Lockett, his team just went up so look through at the his, fucking roof. So look at his lineup. He now has Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen, Tyler Lockett with his uh, with with his team of then Michael Gallup, Nikhil Harry, Austin Eckler. Don't who forget just he has, got on a contract, and Gordon just, is not staying in And he has Austin LA. Eckler on the bench, Dar- uh, Darren mm-hmm. Waller, and he has a second pick of the draft to get his QB. Completely changes his team. Yeah, and his QBs yeah. right now are Jared Goff, Drew Brees, and Taysom Hill. So if he added nice either Joe Burrow or Tua to that team, let me tell you. And he has what the second or third overall? He has the second pick. Second overall. So he's getting a QB. Wowzer! We need to. Uh, I'm gonna cut this portion and just send it directly to <laughs> Mac and Shane, and we'll uh, we'll see what we can make work because <laughs> it completely changes <laughs> multiple teams make his better. But I and mean, then that's the beauty of what we're you know. And then dynasty. it would just completely change the like landscape, make more. Yeah, it makes everything much more even question. and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So, all right, boys, we're at an hour. I have one <laughs> quick email I want to read to you guys. Oh, our email by the way is dumbassfantasy at gmail dot com. Uh, Andrew, where can they find you? Before I just let's just run this out real quick. Yeah, you can find me at Andrew Krutoff, A N D R E W K R U T H O F F. K R U T H O F F Mark, uh, M ski 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 ski. No, really, how many fucking skis are? I believe it's four skis. Four. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a. That's a. I think it's two, right? That's no, it's 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 like it's 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 like four. You gotta figure that out, dude. It's four skis. You gotta figure that out. Let me uh M ski. It is four or five. I don't know why it won't show up for me. I kind of just want to do a trade right now with one of you guys. just yeah, to like. I trade you $5 in fab for $5 in fab. <laughs> sure, guys. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you're it's, a at, it's a joke. Do not do did it. Did you block me or something? Because you're not no. showing up. Are you sure it's M ski ski ski? It no, ski, it's like ski ski ski. ski. Yeah. yeah, you son of a bitch. I lied. One, two, three. It's ski ski ski. S-K-I. Four times. Um, Did you just change your fucking name? No, I forgot what I changed it to like six months ago. All right, well, get that's fu- me. Get fucked. Yeah. I'm not Ryan Davidson. I'm the uh, twatter. I have <laughs> one, <laughs> one email to read. Andrew, I want you to listen to this. God damn it. And um, just tell me your thoughts on this. All right. <laughs> this is uh, okay. <laughs> Take your show on the road. 
your ideas aren't tied to a computer, and now your uploads aren't either. We rolled out mobile track and spotlight editing a few weeks back, and with the ability to upload your phone beginning today, you have even more ways to create and share anytime, anywhere. So what are you waiting for? Your next episode can start now. What the fuck? That's from SoundCloud. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was hoping you'd uh, like interrupt me at some point, but yeah, that was that was literally an email from SoundCloud. We don't, we no one's emailed us. No, it's a it was a spam email from SoundCloud. How about you uh, send us an email, Mark Wayne? I guess I will. Yeah, start sending us some emails. Is it at Gmail or Yahoo? I didn't hear it. Figure it out, dude. Dumbassfantasy at gmail.com. You fuck. Okay. Yeah, so there's not a lot of uh, podcasts on Dynasty, so we're trying to corner the market. We should buy out these other. these other Dynasty podcasts. Low key. I got $3. Out of all the ones I listened to, listened to, about like 40% are from Indianapolis. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's weird. If we put our heads together, we... Uh, get CTE. We, get to, we, we take out a small business loan. Yeah. A million dollars. We can corner this market. We can buy out all these podcasts, buy all their listeners. And their like websites. Their websites. I've their already Twitter paid accounts. for some of these websites. Exactly. We have a psychopath on our show with us right now who is willing to do this. I love it. I'm on it right now. We Dynasty nerds are going Shout out to, to corner the market for Dynasty football. Yeah. Dynasty fantasy football. That's our plan. And this has been the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll see you uh, uh, when we see you again. All right. Take care, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to email us any questions or comments to dumbassfantasy at gmail.com.